listening to Company Inc. Company Inc. is an audio diary of two business owners living, working, and sleeping together. My name is Lisa Butler. I code websites on WordPress for bloggers and creative entrepreneurs. You can find me at lmb.com. And my name is Jesse Graglia. I do video and podcast editing for creative entrepreneurs. You can find me at soundmind.pro. Welcome to episode four. Welcome. So today we're talking about branding and launching. This is a very business-centric episode because we have a new development in Jesse's business, he's rebranding. That's right. We came to the decision to rebrand Cyber Serenity into something new. Um, We got a lot of advice from some very talented and smart people. And they pretty much said that, you know, the name Cyber Serenity really doesn't convey what you're selling with your video and podcast editing services. It kind of does. Not You wouldn't think of video editing and podcast editing when you heard the name. Yeah. You know, that, like that wouldn't Serenity come to mind. Cyber Serenity is like, this is an IT business. Correct. So basically what we're going to be talking about today, we'll talk a little bit about where Cyber Serenity came from, because that was kind of a long branding process. That was a long process. uh, We'll talk about why Jesse is rebranding and what the new name is, which I guess you already heard it in the intro, but we'll talk more about it. The intro was changed. (laughs) Snuck that one in there. So um, we'll talk about why Jesse is rebranding, what he's rebranding to, and how we came up with that name. Yep. Um, so basically, we're talking about where these names came from and kind of the process behind it. Um, and then what goes into launching a podcast and a business because we have been in full on like crazy launch mode. We just got approved to go into iTunes. We're our, on iTunes. Our website hasn't officially launched yet, so we're working on that. Um, but yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah, lots going on. So yeah, let's talk about where Cyber Serenity came from. Well, I wanted an IT business um, after I quit my job, my previous IT job. And Lisa and I were talking about what I could possibly do to make money. And Lisa was like, I'm very good at packaging services. So you have, she was telling this to me, you have a certain set of skills. You are an IT professional. You've been doing it for years and years and years. So we can sell that service. And I was like, okay, well, I just, you know, time to come up with a business name and a business plan and all that great stuff. So Cyber I tried Serenity, to get him to use his, his own name, actually. and. He decided against that. Which, what, like Jesse Graglia? Yeah. Jesse Graglia Tech? Or just, you know, just getting a website up in his name. And he really My wanted to find... not very pretty. Well, you re- I think you really Graglia. wanted to find the right name. So you Graglia. felt... <laughs> Nobody gets that name right. When they see it on paper, they're like, Greg <laughs> They're like, forget it. Yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah. And I don't... I guess... You know, we can talk more about where my business name came from later, but it is, you know, variation of my name. It's my initials. And so sometimes I do wonder, like, should I have chosen a more straightforward name? Like, mm. where you know, right? when you hear this name, this is what, you know, this this is what this business is about. Um, you know, it's not really clear from my business name what my business is. It's just personal brand it's a very personal brand right um so i think there are pros and cons to both but yeah it was a it was a long process i tried to because i like witty names like i like clever names for businesses so i didn't want to settle on just like my name incorporated or something like that you know like oh like um tulsa tulsa it services LLC. Yeah. Like, I that's think, so well, boring. When you put the location in there, you're really, then you're really limiting. limiting yourself yeah. to only that location. Right. And these days with an online business, it's like. True. You can, and most of my, I mean, most of the work would have been done in people's houses anyway. But if I ever got into doing remote services where I could do them from wherever, I could log into people's computers across the United States, you know, and 
clean viruses or whatever, then, uh, yeah, having something like Tulsa, Tulsa Technologies or Oklahoma Tech Pro dot IO, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, that, that kind of limits you. Yeah. So, um, we went we, back we and forth up, for a while on name. Man, that one took forever to nail down because we were trying to. The the theme was we wanted people to be at peace with their technology. That was like the line we kept going back to when trying to name the company. Like people worry about that stuff. People worry about messing up their computers. They worry about messing up their phones. And I wanted to be the one that came in and just kind of soothed their anxiety and mm-hmm. everything's going to be okay. I'll fix it the way it's supposed to be done and it'll work great and I'll show you how to use it and you'll be so happy. So we came up with, we were coming up with all the tech words, you know, cause we wanted to mix the technical with the calm mm-hmm. side. So spa like feeling. Yeah. We wanted that Zen, you know, I think tech Zen was one Zen of the tech. Na- Zen tech yeah. was one of the ones we came up with. And Man, that name was that's taken. That's a cool name and it was taken. <laughs> Somebody uh, else thought it was a cool name too. Yeah. That was the other thing we, uh, so I, you know, as a web person, I think it's super important to make sure there's a domain name available for whatever you want to use. So if you're really struggling to find, I mean, we eliminated so many names that way just oh, by man, yeah. looking through available domain names and saying like, do you really want to use this domain name? Like it's yeah. you know, it'd be ridiculous. Like, like. I don't know, like I can't remember any at the moment. Yeah, just like Tulsa dash Zen dash technology, like yeah, trying, trying to, to put say the little something dashes like in that and, would be yeah. crazy. I mean, like one dash is okay, that's acceptable, and that's um, what I had. I had yeah. cyber dash serenity dot com, mm-hmm. which worked. Yeah, that worked out. And we we also looked at non dot com options. Um, yeah, like which dot I think io is fine. or. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I think as long as it's easy to say, that is an interesting, um, interesting way to look at it. Actually, because <laughs> what I didn't think about with my name is that people don't know how to spell it. <laughs> right. So then I'm like <laughs> having to spell out, but it's like my initials spelled out. So you think that it's like the letter L, the letter M, and the letter B. So I have to say. No, it's E-L-E-M-B-2-E's.com, which is like mm-hmm. really difficult, which at the time, a like, bit of a I was doing everything online, so it was like, what's the big deal? But then you start going to conferences and you're like, oh, yeah, here's my website. Yeah. <laughs> or you're like on a podcast. You're like, oh, yeah, this is my website. So. I need to spell that for them. They're probably not going to figure that out. Yeah, that it, that's something yeah. that I certainly didn't think about. So maybe, you know, if you're in the process of naming a business, try speaking out your right, domain Right, like you're going name. to tell it to somebody. Like, do you need to spell it out for them or can you just say it and they'll get it? Yeah. And that's what I like about soundmind.pro mm-hmm. is... I just came up with it. I just thought that would be a cool thing. It's not a .com. It's not a .net. It's not a .org. But it's still easy to but remember. But it's still easy to remember. And The say. company's name, the new company's name, is SoundMind Productions. So the website is soundmind.pro. Mm-hmm. P-R-O. Yeah. And Lisa was like, no, nah, you can't do that. And she put it into her little search thing. And, oh, it is there. Yeah. You can have a .pro. <laughs> And I was like, bam, do it. Give it to me. <laughs> and it was like super cheap too. Yeah, it was um, on sale actually. It was on sale. That's right. It was on sale. For yeah. Super cheap. Don't be afraid to think outside the box with your domain yeah, I kind of said it as a joke because I was like, oh, dot .pro probably doesn't exist. I'll just throw it out there though because if it does, that'd be cool. Guess what? It did. Yeah. I did. I mean, I got creativecode.club for my membership site. And I yeah. think that's like really easy to remember. And yep. Creativecode.club really easy to share and so and that's the name of the service creative mm-hmm. code club yeah so there's Great. a lot of new extensions out there these days and i don't think there's anything wrong with using them yeah 
yeah, I've seen a lot of dot TVs. You know, those have cropped up, stuff like that. I don't think they're those are as popular as they used to be. No, IO there was seems a wave. to be really popular these days. Which one? Dot IO. Yeah, dot IO. I'm seeing a lot of that, mm-hmm. though. I don't think that one's as easy to say. Yeah, it's easy to type. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But soundmind.pro, that Man, one's really easy. <laughs> really good. So going back to Cyber Serenity, we just, to, to close out that, to close out the discussion on Cyber Serenity, we were like, cyber was one of the words on our list because it obviously, like cyberspace, it had to do with technology. Mm-hmm. And um, we came up with, uh, cyber sanctuary, which I thought was really good, and I really liked it. And then we thought it would have too too many religious undertones to it. Yeah, considering we're from well, we're not from, but we're living in Oklahoma. That's where the business would be uh, most prevalent. This is the buckle of the Bible Belt, and sanctuary. Yeah, it has it has it's way too. Um, uh, related to religion, that word specifically. Yeah, and we also, were we were kind of worried that it would be like people would assume he he worked specifically for churches, and it kinda, right, yeah, it would like be I a was tech help for churches, yeah, which they which do exist, you know, yeah, they do and, have people that you know because churches obviously advance their technology just like any other establishment, so. Yeah, you know. but you don't want to limit. I mean, if that's the niche that you want, sure, go for it. But that he didn't want to limit. Yeah. His market to you know a specific set. He wanted to. Right, and also be more word, available in the Tulsa area. Yeah, absolutely. And the word sanctuary also kind of represents like a place. Well, yeah. I didn't. I didn't have a storefront. Like I didn't have a building where people could go to Cyber Sanctuary and bring their computer in and have it fixed. Yeah, it was me basically either that helping them over really the phone. That would have worked really well for a storefront. Yeah, it would have. I think so too, because it was like it would be a place, a designated place yeah. you can go. But when you're offering services, but I was going to be actually visiting sites. Yeah, so that didn't quite work, and um. So we were just coming up with synonyms for like harmony and peace and stuff like that. And we used visualthesaurus.com a lot. There you go. It's a great resource. We basically like just put all the words, all the adjectives, the feelings, everything. Any idea we came up with, we like put it all on on paper. Uh Uh-huh. And then went through and started mixing and matching things, testing it out, saying it. It was quite it's, a process. It's I mean, like we a word went, game. <laughs> yeah, it's like a word game. We went bonkers with trying to come up with something that was that for one wasn't taken, sounded professional, and something that I liked. Yeah, you know, because there were so that many was, that just sounded cheesy to me. I think that was one of the most interesting things that you said during the process was, "I want a name that I can feel proud of." Because I, yeah. I suggested Rebooty Call. I thought that would be hilarious. <laughs> I loved oh, that name. I thought boy. it would be so funny, and people would just be like, "Rebooty Call." That's so cheeky, and like, it is so cheeky. It's great, it. but but Jesse said something really important when I suggested that name and was like it's so great you should do it he was like i just couldn't take myself seriously if i'm telling people yeah i own a business called rebooty call (laughs) and i think i mean that's super important like you want to be proud of the name that you're telling people you're right proud of your business and you want to be able (laughs) to you know take yourself you know have people take you seriously or yeah, it's more like a like some people I think could really own that name. Yes, a name like that, a really cheeky like. Yeah, you have to have the personality to go. Yeah, with it. I mean, and you, not that you I, have to really commit. You have to really own it. You and, have to really own it. Not that I couldn't own it. I'm a pretty goofy slapstick, you know, type of guy. I really don't take too much that seriously. But at the same time, I could. I felt myself like telling my successful friends and my successful family 
Yeah, I named my company uh, Rebooty Call. <laughs> it's still such yeah. a great name, It though. is a great name. It is a great name. Listeners, please. One day. If you are naming a business, somebody please use that name because I would love it so much. And you have to tell me if you use it. <laughs> That's right. I want to see that website come up, RebootyCall.com. Yeah, it would be awesome. Yep. So that's where Cyber Serenity came from. It was clever enough, and I liked it. It conveyed the right thing. I liked so the way it sounded. Cyber yeah. Serenity. Cyber Serenity. It you had that peace that with your calming. technology. That zen calm. You know, when the colors were, um, blues. you know, blues, greens, a little bit of greens which kind of made like a teal, which reminds you of the beach, which is calming, you know, that kind of stuff, that kind of feel we were going for. And at the same time, it had like the hard structured cyber part of it, which comes with, you know, computers and hardware, stuff like that. Yeah. So it was a good mix. mix. It was a good mix. I liked it. And um, so then things changed. Lisa started, had me doing videos for her, stuff like that. We decided to start the podcast. Which we are officially on iTunes. Yay! Awesome. We're they uh, on iTunes. They upset. They they blah, They accepted us. So we, you, you can, can now can subscribe. Search for Company Inc. Podcast, podcast. on iTunes. On we, iTunes. Once our website is live, and I mean, maybe we can get it done before this episode goes live. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll be talking about that later in the episode, but um. Yeah, just why? Well, actually, you can go to companyincpodcast.com right now. Um, and we've updated our coming soon page to have uh-huh. our link to iTunes. So you can go over to iTunes. There's a big subscribe button under the art, and you can get all of our latest episodes. That's right. Delivered straight to you when they are released. Yep. So. And our release schedule is. One every week. One every week. We're going to try to release it at the beginning of every week. I think we'll be pretty successful with that. Um, so, yeah, at the beginning of every week should be a new episode of Company Inc. podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, so now that we're on iTunes, most people listening to this probably got it through iTunes in the first place. Um, if you guys like what you hear, don't forget to leave a rating for us. Maybe leave... Some kind words. We always appreciate them. Um, we will be reading everyone, and we'll yep, probably we'll be take, like, we'll take any a dance advice. Party. We'll take critical <laughs> reviews. We'll take the good reviews. Anything you guys want to say. If you have any suggestions to make the show better, anything you'd like us to talk about, like us to talk about. I'm having trouble today with my words. Let us know. Let us know in yeah, the comments. Definitely on the uh, on the podcast. That actually help us helps us out a lot, and we hugely appreciate it. So. Cyber Serenity, that's what became of Cyber Serenity. So I started doing videos for Lisa, and then we started the podcast, and got comfortable with video editing and uh, audio editing. He's like, this is what I really want to be doing. I was like, this is, I mean, I've always messed with audio programs in the past. Audacity has been around for a long time. We don't record with Audacity anymore, but... um, for those wondering, we use Adobe Audition to record and edit. Uh, but before, I would use Audacity, and I would take, like, I would remix my own songs. Like, I would get the MP3 of a song and change how the song went by cutting out parts and rearranging and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I used to do that when I was, like, a teenager. Um, I think Audacity was out all the way. Audacity's been out for a long time. And if it wasn't Audacity back then, it was a program that was very, very similar. Audacity is very easy to chop stuff up and rearrange. So I've always been into like audio editing and stuff like that. And when I was in the band, you know, we recorded in an album semi. We bleh, that didn't come out right. We, we <laughs> having okay. trouble today. Let me try that one more time. We recorded an album semi-professionally. We actually hired these guys, they had their studio, and we recorded. And I was very, very involved with that whole recording process, how they were miking up the drums, how they were setting the levels, using the mixers, stuff like that. I love that kind of stuff. I've always been into audio stuff. That's why I'm such an audiophile. I love that kind of stuff and 
making it sound great. And I love great sounding things. I love stuff with great audio production value. So I got into using Audition, Adobe Audition, to edit our podcast. And I was like, man, I made these sound really great. We could probably do that. You know, I I edited your e-courses. Now I'm editing podcasts. Let's group it like, all together. This is what I really want to do. I yeah, mean, I, it's really kind of fun. Yeah. You know? Um, so the more we it, started talking around to pe- with people, it was like... Yeah, Cyber Serenity doesn't say video and audio editing to me at all. It's Yeah. You know, definitely like you say Cyber Serenity is an IT business and that's like, oh yeah. And then they go, that's, "Oh." Yeah, that that's makes great. total sense, but then you're like Cyber Serenity is a video audio they editing service and you're like, course editing uh, and what? podcast editing?" Uh, like that doesn't quite fit. Yeah. Doesn't so, work quite well. So back to the drawing board. That's exactly what we said. It was like, okay, well, the the gurus have spoken. The name should probably change. Okay. Yeah. Back to square one. Yeah. So we started, I mean, we basically followed the same process. We started, you know, thinking of words that we really liked, um, what kind of characteristics he wanted his business to have mm-hmm. what kind of benefits he wanted to provide and just listing out words i think is a huge a huge thing especially yeah. when you say them out loud mm-hmm. and and then you're like oh i like the sound of that word you may see it on paper and you're just like you don't really connect with it but but when you start actually saying these words some start to stand out to you more than others yep and then you can start putting them together and playing around with them and yeah i was actually looking at definitions of words like definitions and synonyms and um which is eventually where sound the idea for sound mind came that's from. where sound mind came from i was totally not even thinking of the secondary meaning of sound being an adjective and not a noun so, sound, obviously, is noise in your ear. And then but the adjective of sound mind, of sound mind, meaning it's, um, you know. You're competent. You're. Yeah, it's, a so- it's solid. It's like solid. A, a sound foundation is a solid foundation. You know, it, one of the synonyms they used was flawless. And that's what I kind of liked about it. Like, of sound mind means you're. It's you're lucid, you know, you're crystal clear. Oh, that's the one other thing we started to crystal clear. We, um, yeah, we were mulling around the idea of using crystal or clear or flawless, you know, mm-hmm. stuff that things that reminded you of perfection because I'm a perfectionist when it came to these podcasts. That's why we re recorded episode zero basically mm-hmm. because well, I didn't like the way it came out. One. It was episode one. Our introductory episode. I call it episode zero now because it doesn't exist. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, we were we re-recorded that podcast because mm-hmm. I didn't like it. And, and I was like, I don't Lisa even was hear fine. Yeah, Lisa was like, I think it sounds pretty good. We Yeah, we don't have to re-record it. And the more I listened to it, was I was like, like I don't like this. It? <laughs> I don't like this. I want to change so many things. So yeah, it came to Lisa. Can we re-record the podcast, please? <laughs> and she was like, okay. So we did, and it came out great. I threw it into Audition, and it came out really well, really well. So, you know, it may not be absolutely flawless, like, you know, the adjective sound may be, but it's, in my opinion, it's pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. And I'm a stickler. Yeah. I'm a pretty big He wanted that. Kind of. I wanted that feeling. to be portrayed. Yeah. yeah, that feeling in the business name that it's, you know, solid. You're going to get a solid product or a solid result. Yeah. If you use me for your video editing or your podcast editing. And then it was like when we when he came in and said, what about like when he was talking about the different meanings for the word sound and he said sound mind. And I was like, oh, that kind of has a double meaning here. Bam. 
because you get the whole, you get the flawless, the, um, and all of that, mm-hmm. and the steady and and clear and, but then, if you think of it at, you get the audio part, and so it like speaks to your obsession with sound. Right, I have a sound mind. Like my mind is tuned into audio. Yeah, because it, it just always has been. So it kind of had that fun double meaning, but then mm-hmm. we we thought that we needed to add something else to really make it clear what it was like audio, video productions, yeah, media, media, media and was we a started big one. throwing out around those words and it, when we came to productions, we were like, this is what really encompasses what you're doing. You're producing these audio and video works. Mm-hmm. So you're not creating the content, you're editing it, polishing it, making it better. So what's kind of a word that really describes that and immediately says, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Audio, video, editing, productions. Like it really goes together. So then when we started putting it all together, Sound Mind Productions, we're like, oh, that sounds, sounds really good. That really encompasses great. everything yep, that he it even, wanted it to. Uh, it even uh, qualified for my clever name. Uh, uh, I can't think of the word. It was. It's a clever name. It yeah. has the double meaning, and it's it's witty. So. So yeah, my business naming process was a little bit different. Um. I had I wanted to name after after my own name, but when I started searching, it was like there's no way I could get a domain name that made any sense, or that was with Lisa Butler. Yeah, it's like uh, such a generic name. Yeah, there's probably a lot of her. All like I mean, I would have had to buy like LisaButlerPortfolio.com or something oh, ridiculous. Goodness. Like it would have been the longest domain name known to man. And um, so I was like, well, obviously this isn't gonna work. Um. And really, I was starting with my blog. I wasn't, I didn't have a business in mind. Um, so I'm like, what am I, what am I going to do? Um, and I was throwing around names. I was throwing around like adjectives. I think, I think it's a lot harder when you don't have a specific purpose in mind. Yeah. Because um, I think the process with Jesse went a lot easier because <laughs> we knew, okay, this is what, this is what he's doing. This is what he's offering. These are the benefits. This is the kind of mood we want to portray. Uh-huh. Uh, the things that we want people to feel. So, like, that made sense. But with mine, it's like, well, I didn't really know what I was doing yet. I was just starting a blog just to start it. And um, I was just driving around, and I was like, what if I spelled my initials out? And I went home and I searched, and the domain name was actually taken. LMB.com no was kidding. taken. Yeah. Wow. So I think I did like. Oh, like the letters LMB? No, E L E M B. Oh, the ones spelled the out ones was that taken. I ha- that, yeah, the domain name I have now was taken. Wow. And I was like, what are, are you chances? kidding me? And for me, it was like, I was so attached to this idea because I was like, it sounds fun. Yeah. But it's still me because it's my, I mean, it's still my name. Mm-hmm. It's just a variation of my name and it's a short domain name. Like it just hit all the right notes for me. So I'm like, what can I add? I think I ended up doing like everyday LMB or something for my blog because I was like going to be, you know, me every day. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I never really, I never really liked it. Um, and so I just happened to look and, or no, I think I got, I think I got an email or something that LMB.com was coming up, was expired. Whoever had bought it was expiring. Ooh. And I think it was like one of those, like actual, it was actually like a spam company trying to gauge my interest so they could buy it and sell it to me. Oh. And I never responded. And I just like 
looked at the date on it when it was going to expire, and I checked it on that date, and it was available, and I snatched it up. Ah, so nice. I didn't have to like pay extra for it or anything. I paid the normal price. Um, so I decided to use that, and I've just kept it ever since. And I do kind of wonder, like, every so often, I wonder, should I, you know rebrand my business and and use a name that describes more what I do but you know I've kind of established my web presence out there with my name that's my brand yep and I think it's more about consistency and like putting content out there that shows what you want to be known for and then people start to associate your name with that so yeah, it's it kind still of, worked out for me. Yeah, for sure. There was a thing that I watched a long time ago. It was a documentary behind a band that I loved. And um the band's name is Corn. You might have heard of them. They were a hard rock, heavy metal, new metal, whatever you want to call them band in the uh in the nineties and into the two thousands. And I was watching a video for them and the drummer was talking about the name corn. He was like, the name is really stupid. Like, why would you name your band this? But once you start to get recognized for what you do, the name then represents that the name isn't like they weren't selling corn. You know, they were a hard rock band. Mm hmm. Once you get known for doing that, that's the association at that time. It doesn't matter that the name is stupid. But, you know, that only works for, you know, it worked for a band because you say, oh, the band Corn." Well, you know they play music. Yeah. You know. That's they, what they became famous for. Right. Exactly. Um, for a business, it's a little different. If, if somebody hears the name, you kind of want them to know what it is just from the name if possible yeah i mean you've you've got to have something that you feel good about and encompasses the personality of your of your business um so i mean like you know having a creative name that maybe doesn't necessarily say exactly what you do Mm -hmm. Is okay too. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, it, it works either way. Yeah. Okay. So when we were naming P Company Inc., we went through like pretty similar process that we were going through with Jesse's business. We were just throwing around names and yep. having fun with it. And, and I think, didn't we, we even recorded, we started recording without even having a name. Yeah, I think so. I think that first episode that got deleted, unfortunately, uh, I'm pretty sure we didn't even have a name at that point. We just started going. Yeah. And we always said we could come up with a name later. You I know? think that's really important, though, because like, I think that we can get so caught up in naming what, we, what we're doing that it's like we use it as an excuse not to start. Yep. Not to do the, not to do the work and it's like you don't have to have that name to start doing the work. You may have to have the name to like I mean you obviously you have to have a name to buy to purchase a domain name and yep. and set up a website and things like that, but you can start creating content before then and get it ready. Start prepping. And um you know, I think with naming, it's so stressful like trying to find the right name and then you like you feel like you can't do anything else. And so you're like, well, I got to find a name before I can do anything. And then it puts more pressure on you to find the name. And then like you put so much pressure on yourself that you have no creativity left to actually do it. Yep. And so you just like keeps going around in a circle. Yeah. One of the things that I found while reading about tips and tricks online from podcasters that have done it forever, uh, one of them said, just start publish that first episode, you know, get it done. Well, maybe not publish it, but record it and start sticking to your schedule. Set yourself a schedule on how often you want it to release podcasts and 
start sticking to that schedule and getting that done. And then as you go, think you're thinking about what you're going to call it, you know, what your podcast is really about. And, but he said, start, just start doing it. I think the more content you create, the clearer you get anyway. Yeah, for sure. Because even, I mean, we were like trying to come up with keywords um, so that if people are searching for things in iTunes, they can find us based on, you know, the description, you know, what we've got in our description and things like that. So basically, I mean, you want to have some kind of keyword in there that like if somebody's going to be searching for like relationships. Um, we ended up choosing relationships and online business so that, you know, if people are are putting that into iTunes, they can find us. And I think it just even that got more clear as we've been doing more and more podcasts because we didn't think in those terms like when we first started. Right. So we, you know, we kind of had our tagline, but we didn't really have like, you know, a super clear like okay these are our subjects that we talk about and like that started to kind of solidify the more we did it yeah yeah we came up with an outline for like 10 episodes right off the bat and this episode we're doing right now was not on the timeline it just it it came up we did the rebranding we launched on itunes so we were like we can make an episode out of that easily and the naming process for the podcast was more fun than anything because there was no rush to get it out. It was, you know, something that's obviously uh, a giant advertisement for what I'm doing now with my new business, mm-hmm. you know, with podcast editing. But otherwise, there was no big rush. So we had all the time in the world. We were throwing names at each other during car rides. One of us would come up with a name during the middle of the day and just walk in and be like, what about this? Yeah. (laughs) And we threw away a lot of really great names, actually. Um, We. uh, One of them was Better Together. Oh, yeah. We like that one a lot. But I think think there was one. That's why we didn't go. Yeah. There was a podcast called The Better Together podcast we really liked sleeping with the boss sleeping with the boss was a big one but they have one too yeah that was that taken. One, that one is taken and it was like pretty a pretty similar topic yeah makes so, sense yeah i don't i don't think it's running anymore but it was still you know it was like similar enough that yeah we, didn't we had wanna... to keep thinking right we... but that did start us down like the path that made us finally come up with company inc yeah because I came we started up with, thinking uh... like how what are other ways to say sleeping with the boss i came up with internal affairs oh yeah and you were like "Ooh, that's kind of yeah we liked that that's kind of cool and then uh and then my friend suggested creative affairs yeah that one was good too and then but it didn't quite hit the spot no that we, we wanted something for. a little a little more cheeky yeah because, I mean, even our intro is cheeky, you know? Mm-hmm. Living, working, and sleeping together. Wink. <laughs> wink, wink, wink. You know? For our family members listening, we mean sleeping in the same bed. Correct. <laughs> That's exactly what it means. Anyway. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but I think at one point, uh, Jesse was like, what's that saying? Dipping your pen in company ink? And I was like, yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, pen in company ink. That's we should like- call it company ink. <laughs> And that's where it came from. And it was like, it's also another play on words because it could be Company Incorporated. Yeah. Which is like the most generic, generic name for like a company you could make, Company Inc. Yeah. Or it's it's like, you know, because we say it's an audio diary because we're basically just talking about like what's going on in our lives. We're not really like, I mean, it's, we're documenting. Yeah, we're documenting. The whole idea was that. You know, we have all these interesting things coming up in our lives with living and working together. And there's tons of things that we can talk about. And I'm sure that plenty of people can relate um, to it in various ways. Like, you know, we've talked about moving in together and like anybody can relate to that, like whether or not you work with your significant other. And so we're really just kind of talking about what goes on in our relationship and 
what goes on in our businesses. Yep. And so we're like, you know, it's an audio diary. Well, going back to like the word ink, it's it's like you're writing, but we're not actually writing. We're talking. Right. <laughs> so it has so it has three three meanings. Mm-hmm. Company Inc. is in Company Incorporated because, well, this is another business for us. You know, we have to treat it like one. We have deadlines. We have to make sure we record our episodes and get them edited and get them published. And we are talking about our our companies. And we are talking about our companies, the companies we own. Yeah. And Company Inc., as in the saying, don't dip your pen in Company Inc., um, which if anybody's worked in any type of you know, corporate situation. They've probably heard that phrase before. And then Company Inc. is in a diary. Inc. is in writing down, you know, what you're this going is through. the diary of our businesses. Yep. So, yeah, it really, that one really hit the spot. Yeah. And it was, it was great. We, we uh, ran it past Lisa's uh, marketing guru friends. They're amazing. And they loved it. There was we- nothing but positive Look through domain names. Yeah, we we really wanted. That's right. We went through domain names. We could have gotten company.inc, but it's like $1,000 or something ridiculous. Yeah, we could have gotten it. That would have been badass. But Premium domain name. Yeah, it's a premium. We're not going to do that. If anybody wants to buy it for us. (laughs) $1,000. Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) Donate it to our podcast. (laughs) Donate it to our podcast. I don't think we're going to be that lucky. The dream. (laughs) To have company.inc. That's the dream. (laughs) I I love domain names. What can I say? I don't even want to like think about how many domain names I have in my Namecheap account. Oh, my goodness. Like probably 20 registered. I don't know. I've been letting some expire. Oh, that's nice. For ideas that I didn't end up using. You're a domain hoarder. Hey, all web developers are, okay? Okay, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So yeah, that's how uh so that's how Company Inc. came to be. And yep. we are I guess the last thing I want to say before we start hashtag spilling the ink. Yeah, that's a new name. That's a new name. Came up we'll with that. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that in just a minute. But the last thing that I want to say is, you know, we are, we're live. We're now being heard. So. We're on iTunes and. We are on iTunes. We're like we'll be, in the thick of launching and yeah, it's we're just in been. The, the launch has been absolutely crazy. Um, Just trying to like coordinate everything. We know we wanted three episodes to go up to iTunes immediately, which we did. We didn't and, know how uh, long it was going to take to get on iTunes. And, and it was then... quicker than we thought. And now we're like, well, no, people are might be listening. And now we like, don't have a website. We don't really have a website. And, you know, my website, uh, soundmind.pro, um, is under construction, like complete construction. Like there's not even a coming soon page up yet. Yeah. It's just stuff is just Which moving. We're, we're All of a sudden, things are moving like so fast. And then things are super busy in my business right now with client deadlines and oh yeah, people wanting to launch like quickly and it's everything. Yeah, everything's like happening at once. When it rains, it pours. Yeah, so Absolutely. we're dealing with a lot of overwhelm right now. I think. Yep. And it's just like okay, so look at your to do list. Take one thing at a time. Like, what can I do now? Mm-hmm. And then take breaks when you need them, which I think is super important because. I'm like really bad about that. I feel guilty taking breaks. Taking a break when you know there's all this stuff to be done. Yeah, but if I just keep my head in my computer for so long, then I start to make more mistakes. I get frustrated. Sure. I can't I can't do the work. Yeah. Like I just physically can't do it. Nobody nobody in any 9 to 5 job that's working 40 hours a week are straight up working like doing hard work. Every hour of those 40 hours yeah. in that week. No way. It's not healthy. And if, and if you are, you are killing yourself. It's not healthy. No, it's really not. Yeah, you may get your lunch breaks. You may get your 15-minute breaks during the day. I honestly don't think that's enough. If you are really working to the bone, working yourself that hard for all 40 weeks. 40 hours. 40, <laughs> all 40 hours during your work week. Man. You're setting your set up for to get ulcers and like you're gonna be super stressed out. Nobody does that. Yeah. Nobody does that. You would it's like hard to remember when you're an entrepreneur though. You're like, I gotta get it all done. Yeah. I wanna do it all right now. 
Yeah, you're your own boss. There's nobody. I gotta to do say, it. I gotta do it. How's that project going? You know, there's nobody over your shoulder going. What'd you get done this week? You know. Um. Which oh yes, be, there are. There's bad. clients. Oh well, there's the clients. Yeah, they're going. Where's my stuff? Um. You know, rightfully so. They're paying for the service. Yeah. So, so it's yeah. I'm sure anybody who's launched anything can relate. And if you're in the middle of a launch right now, we feel you. <laughs> we're right mm. in the thick of it and it's um we're learning how to cope and get it all done and hopefully not bite each other's heads off too much <laughs> yeah we're streamlining too like i learned a lot with editing the three episodes and how to make things more streamlined and we're doing that with the website and actually getting the episodes upload through our RSS feed and stuff like that. Everything is, it's all processes. Once you refine your processes, it just makes it that much easier. So, and I've always been a proponent of learn by doing. Mm -hmm. I've always learned that way by actually doing stuff, whether it was, you know, practicing my math equations in high school or learning how to build a computer for the first time. I had to just jump in and do it. Yeah. You know, I did a lot of research before I did it to make sure it was something I could actually handle. But as I learned, it was like, okay, well, the only way I'm really going to know is if I start doing it. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the whole whole launch process and being overwhelmed, like just remembering that I'm not in it alone. Yeah. To be like, hey, help me with this, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. It's really, uh, yeah, we were just saying the other day. That I don't know how a single person, because a lot of podcasts out there, at least from what I've just been reading. We have a new level of admiration for all of you single podcasters out there. Yeah. Podcast like, just in one doing person. podcasts by yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you're doing a podcast by yourself. Bravo. Man, you guys are the true MVPs. Because I couldn't imagine doing this by myself with trying to get the website going and the RSE, RSS feeds up and putting together the equipment and maybe doing my own editing. Like to, trying to do everything in-house for one person, too much. I it's think a lot. It's, it's a it's lot. lot. So having another person um, makes it so much easier because mm-hmm. we're just having a conversation. If it's just you, you're talking to no one. So... Well, You're creating the conversation. Yeah, you have to create the flow on your own. Yeah, man, that's tough. That's really tough unless I can you're... just react to things that Jesse says. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's like unless you're an experienced public speaker, because it's basically what you're doing. You're talking to a public, you know. Unless you've done that for a while, man, I I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I wouldn't know how to keep me talking about relevant stuff without rambling or going off on tangents. I mean, I go off on tangents here. We try to bring it back yeah, around. Yeah, you do. No. <laughs> we're trying to, and then you got to try to bring it back around. You know, <laughs> hey, we're not talking about that. We're talking about this. So, yeah. We all, applaud you. Yeah. <laughs> all you podcasters out there that's just you and even the, even the people that do it together. We, we applaud all podcasters. We applaud we're you. learning a we, lot. We now know, like, how much goes into making... A quality podcast. Mm-hmm. Anybody can sit down with a stupid little desk mic and record something and say it's a podcast. But for all you people making quality content out there, yeah, we know. We identify now. And it's you. Good job. You the real MVP. <laughs> yeah. So shall we go into hashtag spilling the ink? Hashtag spilling the ink. So we have the hashtag now for our date questions. Oh, Yeah. So instead of spilling the beans, we're spilling the ink. We're spilling the ink. Yeah. I love it. It's so, so good. So we hope that you'll use our questions. We're posting them on the website once that launches. You yep, can they're find in the show notes. All of our questions in the show notes, and we want you to use them, and then tell us with the hashtag spilling the ink how it goes, and tell us you know all your fun date stories. Oh, yeah. Because we'd love to share them on the podcast. Oh, yes, we would. Yeah. Yes, we would. We are going to, uh, 
before you start asking the questions, we are going to start, uh, once we start getting some reviews and stuff like that, we are going to start singling out some of the better ones and we'll be reading them in a reviewer of the week, review of the week type segment that we have coming in later podcasts. So now that we're kind of getting the podcast out to the public, we want to hear your if you stories. guys want to leave us your story in a review or uh, maybe contact um, the podcast directly, which we have, we'll have all the, the uh, contact information. Tell your stories on Twitter and Instagram with the hashtag spilling the ink. There you go. We'll be checking that out. We'll be checking that out if you guys want to share it. If it's if it's a good one, we'll we'll read it. Well, no, we're gonna read all of them. Oh no, we'll read all of them. We'll share it on the. We'll share the really there good ones go. on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the, for this week's questions, I get to ask the questions. Yes, Lisa's turn. Do you have any irrational fears? Irrational fears? Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm afraid of heights, but I don't know if that's irrational because you can really do damage to yourself. From okay, here's I'm afraid of heights, but I have no problem going up in a plane. So does that yeah, make it irrational? Different. Like, I could look at a plane's window and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm thousands of feet above the ground. No big deal. But if I'm on a ladder. And oh, I'm three yeah, that's feet, scary. And I'm, but I'm three feet off the ground and I'm like, oh, oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, that's a little irrational. Yeah. Like, I go up just the littlest. <laughs> You're not going to hurt yourself from three feet. Exactly. You go up just the littlest bit and it's like, oh, boy. Unless you're me, which I have a special skill for hurting myself. This is true. Three feet. That's your superpower. <laughs> Worst superpower ever. I can hurt myself on anything. <laughs> Irrational fear. Um, I sometimes have an irrational feel fear of like tiny bugs, but it only lasts for like a couple seconds. <laughs> so like if I see like a little guy crawling on the floor, I'll be like, oh shit, what's that? <laughs> then I'll be like, oh, wait, it's a tiny bug. You're not allowed to be afraid of bugs because I'm afraid of bugs and somebody in this house has to kill them. And I do. <laughs> That's no problem. But I mean, they're so tiny. What are they really going to do to you? Nothing. But for that, like a couple, like that second when you see it out of the corner of your eye and then you spot it and you look at it and you're like, oh, God, it's a bug. And then you're like, oh, wait, I'm like a thousand million times bigger than this bug. I'm just going to go get a tissue and throw them down the drain. Whatever. I'm still scared of bugs. Yeah, I know. It's my irrational fear. That's that's an irrational fear. My other irrational fear is needles. Oh, man. Yeah. That's a big one for you. Oh, yeah. I actually fainted the last time I had a needle put in my arm. <laughs> I Shut shouldn't, up! I shouldn't laugh, but man. Fainted. Straight up passed out. I have small out. veins, okay? Passed out from a needle. I have small veins. Man. That's crazy. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, I have an irrational fear of social situations. Yeah. Because I know most people in their own heads really don't care about what's going on, like, with me. But I just have this irrational fear, irrational fear that people are constantly judging me or, you know... They're looking at me at the corner of their eyes and then, you know, just kind of looking down on me for no reason. It's just like, it's just social anxiety that I have. So it's a fear like going to someplace where I'm not going to, where there's a bunch of people. It's like a gathering and I don't know the majority of them. That's like, that's a huge, that's, I'm pretty scared of that, actually. I shouldn't be. They're just people. They don't know me from a can of paint. That's why it's an irrational fear. Exactly. So, yeah. Bugs, needles, tornadoes. I don't know if the tornadoes are irrational. (laughs) Tornadoes are pretty deadly. Granted, we haven't had one really around here, lucky for us, knock on wood. Um, I mean, we are right in Tornado Alley, so it's a thing around here. But, yeah, I wouldn't really call it irrational. It's a fear. But I seem to stay way more calm than you do. Yeah, he does. And I don't know why. I go hide in the closet. (laughs) I wasn't even born here. I was born on, you know, the Northeast Coast. I go pour a glass of wine and hide myself in the closet. So, yeah, it's not like I'm used to it or anything. I 
was thrown into this place, you think I'd be more scared because I never had to deal with it where I came from. The sirens go off and my heart just drops. For some reason, I don't care. I don't know why. I just don't care. I mean, yeah, I'm going to take cover, but I'm not like, I'm going to die. I'm not quite like, I'm going to die. It just freaks me out. Yeah. So, question number two. Yes. If you had an extra $100 to spend on yourself every week, what would you do? Every week? Every week. I would eat one really good meal, one really good dinner, for sure, every week. Like, good meal. Really? Every week? Sure. I'd get like a filet mignon or, you know, something you wouldn't normally get on a Friday night when you're going out to, you know, Chili's or something. Yeah. You know, I'd go to a nicer place and, you know, I'd get myself a $30, $40 meal. And then with the other- You have $60 left. The other 70, 60 bucks- were you going to treat me to that dinner? Uh, mm, this is going to uh, take up your whole $100. Uh, 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 mm, <laughs> uh, I guess I guess to be fair, maybe? it says on yourself. Oh, there you go. See? There's your out. I mm, gave you an out. Technical. Technicalities. Yes. Selfish. <laughs> $100 on myself. Every week? Every Can week? Can I save the money? I don't see why not. I just put the money away. I mean, that's an extra 400, maybe 500 bucks a month that you could be saving. Man. There you go. What would I, I extra $100? I'd get massages. Oh, there you go. I'd get a shoulder massage because I carry all my stress in my shoulders. Yeah. Get one of those a week. I don't want like the full body massage. I just want a shoulder massage. Nice. Neck massage. I like it. Yeah. You can save up you can save up all the money for the month and then probably buy a plane ticket somewhere nice. Oh. But then like you'd have that. to spend money when you got there. But the plane ticket would be covered with the extra money. Well, you could save up for three months. You could. And then you'd have the plane ticket and eight hundred dollars to spend. So what if you had to spend the hundred dollars? What if a hundred dollars had to spend the hundred dollars showed up? On the kitchen table every Monday. And whatever. And then by midnight Sunday, that $100 is gone. Like whatever was remaining is gone. And there's another $100 on Monday. So if you spent 60 and there was 40 left, that 40 disappears. Huh. So what if you had to spend the $100 in the week? I had to spend it. I'd go buy stuff at Sephora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I think I would take that money. Because I was going to say I'd put it towards like monthly stuff, but you get it every single week. Like you could pay like all your well, subscriptions. You're supposed to spend it on yourself. Think outside the box here. Be a little selfish. Um, I like your dinner idea. Good idea. Yeah, the dinners. Are I would good do one. the you massage. Eat, eat well. I would. I would definitely. Do I would massage. go. I, I would, would go to the fanciest movie theater every week to see the movie I wanted to see that week. And we know Ooh, which one. one. We'd go to. We have a movie theater here that does dinner with the movie, and um, they're not exactly cheap, especially if you get the director's suite, which is like twenty-two bucks a ticket. And then you pay for the meal on top of that. Yeah. I would do that every week with that extra. Because you can go there because then you can go there and you can get drinks. Like you can actually get like alcoholic drinks. They're expensive, but you can do it if you had the extra hundred bucks a week. Yeah. Get your $22 ticket. Buy your $15 meal. Get 20 bucks worth of, you know, drinks while you're there. Oh, man. Forget it. Dessert. Get dessert. (laughs) Don't forget dessert. That's a good chunk of it. You know? There you go. I would totally do that. I would do that every single week. That'd be a lot of fun. That would be. Well, maybe you'd get tired of it. No, because there wouldn't always be a movie to see. Yeah, there wouldn't always be a movie to see. That's true. That's when you could just go. That's when you can just go out to dinner and have a really nice dinner. There you go. Yeah. 
Okay, you ready for question number three? Yep. This is a big one. Uh-oh. Do you think we're designed for monogamy? Why or why not? Nope. Really? Yeah, I don't think we are. Really? Yep. We're mammals. We're animals. Huh. Like, we are mammals. One of our purposes is to make sure the human race survives. How do we do that? By impregnating anything with a pulse. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I mean, I do think monogamy is a choice. It absolutely is a choice because people can choose the opposite, too. Yeah. Very easily. And I think after so many years together like you it comes down to you like you keep choosing to be together you have to choose to be together yeah because you can easily choose not to be yeah i mean it's it can go either way you know you're sometimes that choice is made for you (laughs) when the other person's like i don't like you anymore bye bye then you don't have a choice (laughs) to stay with that person because you know but um people cheat for just that reason you know they, they can't handle it. They can't handle they the can't monogamy. Ah, oh, couldn't keep it in his pants. <laughs> yep, hmm. that's a choice. Yeah, I think it's a choice. I think. So, are we built for monogamy? No, no, we're not. Designed for it. Designed for it? No, no, we're not. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. I hadn't really thought of the science behind it. Nope, we're. The, I think we I think we are capable of choosing it though. Yes, because Obviously. we have reason. Obviously. <laughs> we are we are beings that I reason, think that we're so. capable of choosing it long term. Yep, we sure are. I do think related to this. I do think the idea that there's like only one person out there for you is really depressing. Yeah, and I don't think that's the case. There's just too many people. Oh yeah. Way too like many I know that like people think the whole idea of a soulmate sounds so romantic and but that there's somebody out there just just for you just perfect but that's almost like the easy way out like I think it's I think it's almost more romantic that you keep choosing someone yeah like regardless of their flaws and right I agree it's a choice. Mm-hmm. And it's a choice. It's a choice to be monogamous, but nature tells us not to. The strength of the human race is all everybody mixing all of our DNA together. We we make ourselves stronger by survival of the fittest. Yeah, and all that. Yep. By becoming the melting pot. Yeah, we are. Human race becomes stronger. Oh, speaking Everybody takes of, their strengths. Um, kind of related to that. This is, well, it's related and totally random at the same time, but I've been watching Chelsea Handler's new show on Netflix, uh-huh. and she had on a girl who summited um, Mount Everest without oxygen. What? Yeah. And so they were kind of talking about this whole, like, survival of the fittest kind of thing. That like it's um it's harder to carry a pregnancy to term in low oxygen mm-hmm. in higher altitudes, and so when um like that's that's where these sherpas come from is that it's like these generations of generations, it's like evolution taking place right there because like you know it has to be a a strong baby to carry that pregnancy to term and that that baby has to adapt to the low oxygen. Right. And so like, and then their children adapt to the low oxygen and then it just like keeps going. So that now that they have a generation upon generation upon generation of people who have just been, who are used to living in a low oxygen environment. I just thought that was really fascinating. Yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing how adaptable we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So, yeah. Just it's a, a random choice. We tangent, have... fun fact from there. <laughs> <laughs> we, we definitely have the ability 
to be monogamous, but as nature designed us, no, we were meant to sow I our seeds. I did ask my grandma how, because I think they're, they've been married like over 50 years. Wow. And she was like, yeah, it's, you just keep choosing the other person. Yeah. It comes down to choice. And, uh, you know, to be Sometimes honest. Sometimes you don't like them and you choose to stay with them anyway. Yeah, well, a lot of the other choices, like the great majority of the other choices, suck. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's like there's the finding the balance between the good and the bad. Like, there's going to be bad in any relationship that you have. Yep. Like, friendships, family, not just like yeah. your relationship with your significant other. Yep. And it's like. You weigh the pros and the cons. Yeah. Do you push like through what that? Is, where do you cross the line where if somebody has some personality quirk or whatever, it's like where do you draw the line where it becomes a relationship deal breaker for you? Mm-hmm. And if the person has no deal breakers and there's a lots of pros compared to the cons, give it a shot. If it's looking good, go for it. You know? See what happens. See if see if any of the deal breakers ever come up, and if they and if you go and nothing really strikes you as something that you would end the relationship over, well then you got a pretty good one. There you go. Yep. So I think that about wraps it up for episode four. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We'd love to hear what you have to say. Yes, we would love to hear from you. Please leave us a rating if you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Please leave us a review. We'll be reading them all. And we are going to start reading some on the podcast. We want to hear your stories, your dating stories with hashtags filling the ink. Yeah, can't wait to hear some of these stories. I'm so excited. (laughs) And if you guys like what you hear and want to hear more, please uh, hit the subscribe button on iTunes. And we will be releasing episodes. Yeah, tell everybody. (laughs) We will be releasing episodes every single week. So that'll do it. We'll see you next time. See ya.